0: Here we go. The album has just released a few days ago. So we're bringing the man himself, Pusha Primon, on to the show to talk about his journey. All things related to this album and so much more. Pusha, it's great to see you. Thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, man. Very proud of what you're doing. You know, definitely big salute
1: to you and much more success.
0: I appreciate that. And right back to you. I recently went to celebrate him. He collaborated with a local brewery, released his own beer. We were with him for his album listening party. And today the world is going to learn exactly when it went into this album, behind the scenes, what to expect from it, what's next, and so much more. But Pusha is an Afrobeat artist who has taken the music industry by storm with his infectious rhythms and soulful melodies. His talent and dedication have earned him remarkable achievements, including charting at number 1 on the iTunes Reggae charts in two countries. He has also secured a notable position at number 18 on the Billboard Compilation charts. With over 1 million streams and a string of sold-out shows, Pusha Preem's music resonates with the audiences worldwide, and his captivating stage presence and electrifying performances leave a lasting impression on fans everywhere. I've seen him perform a few times. That is certainly true. And beyond his musical success, he is known for his philanthropic efforts and commitment to give back. Pusha, we have a great spotlight story coming up at the end of the show. I can't wait for you to give value on from the Entrepreneur Handbook titled Seven Crucial Business Lessons You Can Only Learn From Studying Music. But and before we get to that, we have a lot of exciting things to cover. I want to go back in time with you. Where did your music inspiration first come from?
1: I would say, um, had to be just from the house, you know, just my mom cleaning on Sunday. She was to play like a bunch of reggae, a bunch of like dance, a bunch of pop, um, especially like Michael Jackson. That was like really big for us in the house during that time.
0: And then here you are, all these years later, putting out your own music. What was your favorite Michael Jackson song? Oh, man, that's a hard one. If I could, if I could just put my
1: finger on it, I would have to say Billie Jean.
0: All right. Thank you for sharing. But from Michael to you, let's talk about your music, your latest album. It just dropped. What's it titled and what can we expect from it? So the title
1: is called Heroes Eventually Die. Uh, I say you expect a continuation from our previous album, which was Hate to Say Goodbye. Um, It's basically just a ballad of just a bunch of songs of, you know, just dealing with relationships, dealing with trauma, um dealing with a real bo- like a rebuilding process that I'm going through um and I just feel like the sonically it just has a very dope afro fusion kind of feel you know um, a lot of people said uh have been telling me like just a bunch of like blogs stuff like that if Travis Scott was to make afrobeat music, that's what this w- would sound like if you were to put your finger on it, but it's a definitely um you know well put together beautiful world that that we created with heroes eventually say um I'm sorry with heroes heroes eventually die. And, you know, from the skits to the artwork to everything that implies, I think that uh, the audience is definitely going to put this down. as like one of their favorite
0: projects for me. I agree with you. I loved listening to it. I still listen to it. Let's talk about that cover art because that cover art is super impactful. Where did the inspiration come from with that? So shout out to my guy, Meg. He's the one that actually
1: put it together. Um, the inspiration came from the touch of Adam painting. I'm really big into just biblical paintings uh I just, they just speak to me differently and i resonated with it 110 percent not to say that i'm god or anything like that but just like the spirit touching down with man so with all the frames i feel like they were all different heroes in my life or heroes in other people's life that eventually have to you know pass away but in doing so they're touching back um back home so you see on the left side of the artwork you have you know what would seem to be Africa and then the right side would be Tampa. So it's just like the, you know, just kind of just like traveling that celestial plane and just touching people with the music back home. So that's where the, the, the inspiration came from, but MIGS took it to like a whole new level.
0: I love it. Where did the art inspiration come from? Have you always been interested in art since a kid? Is this something that evolved as an adult? Oh no, no. As a kid, as a kid, like I love
1: uh, Michelangelo. I love Da Vinci. Uh, I love Picasso. Um, I love Frida. Like, I used to be obsessed with Frida and her paintings for a long time. Um, I just came like I, I always was like in the art when I was like in school. Now I think about it. I always had art classes. I used to draw pictures and put them on my wall of all my friends. Like I was like the drawn drawing kid. I didn't really have like a Game Boy or a phone or anything like that. So I really just had my imagination majority of the time.
0: I love that. And you've certainly put that imagination and creative abilities to great use now with this incredible album. You've been at this for a while now. What is one lesson learned you've had from music that directly translates with entrepreneurship?
1: I think consistency and just integrity in your brand. Those are the main key components I feel that everybody needs to, to just be successful when they're striving to do anything that they really believe in.
0: You mentioned something very powerful their integrity with your brand what are some things that people can think of when they hear the brand push a what are some things that should come to mind oh it's definitely
1: going to be honest it'll be creative it's going to be spontaneous it's going to be very uplifting uh it's going to be very influential I you know you see push supreme and and you know you, you think to yourself like hey you know I think I can do that. I mean, shit, you're doing it with a mask. So I, I just, it just gives people just a, the belief that like you can be yourself and still achieve anything that you need to
0: achieve. Couldn't have said that better here. We'll plug you again at the end of the show, but where can we find you online, social media, website, all things Pusha? Oh, yeah. Just um,
1: Pusha Prime. You can Google it. Something's going to pull up for sure. P-U-S-H-A-P-R-E-M-E um Instagram, Twitter, or X, whatever he wants to call it nowadays. Uh, Facebook, YouTube—if you want to get like more of the visuals and things that we do—I always tell people to YouTube because then you get to kind of like enter our world and see exactly how we got here and why we are—we're still here.
0: Appreciate you sharing that, everyone. Go out online and check out all the content, all the behind-the-scenes stuff he offers. Before we hop into the spotlight story, and then we'll find out which entrepreneur throughout history is your choice to sit down with. I am excited to share that this summer's episodes will be brought to you in part by speaker coach Cesar Cervantes. Specializing in helping you get your transformative message to the TEDx stage. Guaranteed. To schedule your free brainstorming session, visit the link in the show description or CesarCervantes.tv. What? Is one thing you want the listeners to know about your music?
1: Other than it being
0: honest, just
1: like my, my palette, when it comes to music, you know, um, this particular project, me and Wildchild did together, kind of like, um, Kei and anime. So he made 90% of the songs on here. Uh, we got together, built ideas and, you know, he just trusts me coming from with lyric wise. And I trust him, you know, sonically just picking what sounds he thought was going to work out, um, you know, what breaks and cadences would, would come together. So this is the first time I ever did anything like that with a producer. So um, you'll see the palette and the different styles and the different influences that we we put together. I think that's what the audience is going to gauge from it.
0: You could certainly tell the hard work that was put into this album. You've heard him describe his music now. You've heard him describe his brand. You've learned all about him, where his music inspiration came from. I think it's now the perfect time to head into this week's Spotlight story. And of course, as always, everyone, scroll down in the episode description, follow along with us. I'm going to go over a bit of it, then bring back on our guest tonight. Seven crucial business lessons you can only learn from studying music. Let me jump right into this here. Talent is meaningless. I learned how to communicate something I don't understand to people I don't know. Soak everything up like a sponge. Everybody's watching, but nobody knows what you missed. And I love that one that can translate to speaking on stage. The next one would be the most important thing is what you do when no one is there. Number six, I learned how to hear. Number seven, sometimes you need to quit. I think those are all really powerful. I'm going to dig into a couple of them, to bring him back on. Something else I glossed over in this short recap of my entire life is what I needed to quit to make this happen. Again, it's hard to cover all the fine details of basically my entire life in one article, but in elementary and middle school, I was playing sports too. I was talented soccer and lacrosse goalie. I did both sports and music. I was good at these things, both of these things to get me into college, but there came a time when I needed to pick one. And I think that's everyone out there, that one foot in, one foot out, finally going all in. My last one I'll touch on here is everybody's watching, but nobody knows what you missed. Something the author of this article gets a lot from people is, quote, wow, how did you perform in front of so many people without messing up? I could never do that. It's so easy to freak out when you miss something during a performance, but here's the secret. While you're freaking out about the last thing you messed up, you're making more mistakes. But in reality, the best thing you can do is keep going, play through it, as we say in music. And how do you do it? You have to stamp out that twinge gut feeling before it sinks its hooks into your brain. Be like SpongeBob and empty your mind. Because if you roll with it, and play through. Nobody else will even know you made a mistake. I touched on these seven points here, Pusha. I highlighted a few. What stuck out to you? One of them stuck out that I agree with, that was the um, know when to
1: quit. I don't think um, you should know when to quit. I think you should know when to maneuver because whatever the engine is to get you to do something, you don't want to pull that plug out and then like you just miss out on you know, the whole motivation to do something in the first place. Um, I definitely like the the one that said um do things when people are not watching because you know, for me and my band, us practicing, no one gets to see those practices. But, you know, when you come to the shows they're like, Oh, it's so dope, it's so incredible. But they don't get to see the arguments, they don't get to see the hard work, they don't get to see, you know, the 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 travel times, you know, some of us are coming from like forty five minutes away. And I think that's that's the, the those are the things that, that are important because you know, comes back, like I said, to integrity, you know, just Mm -hmm. keeping your word and and
0: fulfilling your your duties for a bigger purpose. We all have a bigger purpose. We have to dive in and tap into ourselves to get to that bigger purpose. I mean, our guest today over the last year has just absolutely taken off living up to his potential, living in his dreams. I know, as you could tell this show, he is a learner. He's Interested in reading and music and painting and arts, he's interested in a lot. So I'm interested to see who his choice is. The one question that survived every episode of the show, because I get to learn a little more about you and our audience as well. Which entrepreneur would you choose to sit down with throughout history, dead or alive? Oh, I think Jay Z. Jay Z, we got to hear why. Jay Z
1: is like the American story. Like, he's the greatest tell ever told. And not because he's a rapper, it's because of how he did it as a rapper. He was a rapper who wasn't revered to be a part of the rap scene, created his own rap scene, did his own album, then got distribution from another company. Then the that album got so big that Def Jam wound up working with Jay-Z, did his own tour, wound up being the president of Def Jam, left Def Jam, He even had his own color. He had a a deal with, um, I think it was like Ford or something like that called, um, he had his own hue. You know, and as as a rapper, it's it's crazy as hell to me. Um, Armani Banyak, him hitting that was like, was genius. Um, Rock Nation Sports, like, you know, the fact that he tapped into the culture on a wider scale, um, it just makes more sense for rappers to want to link with athletes because athletes want to be rappers and rappers want to be athletes so that matrimony of trust will will always stand out to me and the fact that you know fast forward he's done so much but fast forward um other than him giving back he has a his exhibit in the brooklyn library like who's doing that you know he's always a level up he's always himself while he's doing it you know now he has like the you know, he has the dreads now, and he's going to like Met Gala's and things of that nature. And he's just he just feels invincible. He feels like so secure in his skin to be able to do all these great things and still stay Jay-Z. You know, just to be a kid from Marcy Projects is crazy.
0: He's definitely one of my top choices as well in the beginning, his first album. No one wanted his album, no one would sign him. He had to put out that beginning one himself. Now, I mean, how far his brand's extended from forty forty to the from title as well, the music streaming thing he did he is a true entrepreneur delve deeper where would the meeting go down if you could pick the meeting location as well oh that's a good question
1: probably take him to the edition in tampa you know, here. either that or, or zydeco to try my beer
0: <laughs> i think that would be the best because you never know what ideas he can give you while you're sipping that beer thanks for sharing that thanks for lights out episode i look forward to bringing you back on the show down the road to talk about all of the great feats you've had since this show congratulations on your album drop one more time the name of the album thank you, thank you. Where, where everybody can find the album and where everybody can find you online yes it's
1: called hills eventually die They'll be available on all streaming platforms. If you want to support what we have going on, um, Bandcamp, there's a version of it on Bandcamp as well, too. Uh, we have vi- I'm sorry, vinyls and, and, and T-shirts as well, too, that go with it. You know, um, we put a lot into this from scratch, like no no samples, everything's original. And, you know, if you're new to the Apple Beats and you don't really know like how to digest it,
0: this would be a good segue for you. Thank you for sharing that, everyone. Be sure to go ahead and get that album. Check out Pusha Preem on Google. And the show is at That Entrepreneur Show and at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media and YouTube. And with that, we are signing off this time both in Tampa. Pusha, talk soon. Talk soon, brother. Peace.